The House and Senate are both in recess this week. Last week in the House, they came back to work on Monday and took up and passed two bills under suspension of the rules. On Tuesday, the House voice voted 24 bills under suspension of the rules, then took up and passed another bill under suspension. On Wednesday, the House voice voted another 23 bills under suspension of the rules. On Thursday, the House took up and passed the rule governing floor consideration of H.R. 8294, the National Apprenticeship Act of 2020. On Friday, the House took up and passed two amendments to H.R. 8294 and then took up and passed the National Apprenticeship Act of 2020 as amended, and then they were done. Last week in the Senate, they, they too came back to work on Monday. They moved to invoke cloture on the nomination of Christy Haskins Johnson to be U.S. District Judge for the Southern District of Mississippi. On Tuesday, the Senate voted to confirm her to that position. Then the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then voted to confirm the nomination of Benjamin Joel Beaton to be U.S. District Judge for the Western District of Kentucky. Then the Senate took up the nomination of Judy Shelton to be a member of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. Three Republicans had already announced their opposition to her nomination, Susan Collins of Maine, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Lamar Alexander of Tennessee. But Alexander was out of town and so would not be voting on Tuesday. Shelton looked safe. Rick Scott of Florida was quarantining after possible exposure to the coronavirus. It looked like Republicans would be able to put up 49 votes in favor of the confirmation against a united Democratic caucus with the two GOP votes, Vice President Mike Pence could have broken a 49 to 49 tie. But then came word that Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley had been exposed to the coronavirus and would be self-isolating. He later announced that he had tested positive. Now that would mean two things. The Shelton nomination was in trouble and Chuck Grassley's consecutive vote streak of 8,927 floor votes was going to come to an end. To put that into context, Cal Ripken's Major League Baseball consecutive game streak lasted 2,632 games over 16 years. Grassley's streak included more than three times as many votes over 27 years. Missing Grassley's vote, Shelton's confirmation fell short by a vote of 48 to 49. At the end of the voting period, Majority Leader McConnell switched his vote from aye to nay so that he could later move to reconsider the vote. That's not likely to happen now. It didn't happen before the Majority Leader decided to send the Senate back home on Wednesday, and that means it, will, it likely won't happen at all. Because when the Senate comes back on November 30th, newly elected Arizona Senator Democrat Mark Kelly may be able to be sworn in early, replacing Republican Martha McSally. That would change the balance of power in the Senate from a 53 to 47 Republican majority to a 52 to 48 Republican majority. And with three Republicans opposed, the math does not work. So Shelton's nomination may be over and done with. After the vote on the Shelton cloture motion, the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then voted to confirm the nomination of Toby Kraus to be U.S. District Judge for the District of Kansas. On Wednesday, the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then voted to confirm the nomination of Stephen A. Vaden to be a judge of the United States Court of International Trade. Then the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then voted to confirm the nomination of Catherine Kimball Mazel to be U.S. District Judge for the Middle District of Florida. And then they were done. Now to the Giuliani-Powell press conference. On Thursday... President Trump's lawyers, including Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and Joe DeGeneva, held an extraordinary press conference to explain their theory of the case regarding what they insist was a stolen election. I've included many links in the suggested reading, and I would encourage you to read in detail. 
On Saturday afternoon, Powell gave an interview to Newsmax in which she suggested that Dominion voting systems had bribed Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. On Sunday afternoon, the Trump campaign released a statement in which Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis said, quote, Sidney Powell is practicing law on her own. She is not a member of the Trump legal team. She is also not a lawyer for the president in his personal capacity, end quote. And that's our Washington report for this week.